Well, return to the office or else. That was essentially the message from Tesla CEO Elon Musk in an email to staff in which he demanded workers return to in-person work or leave the company. Wayne Berger is the CEO of the International Workplace Group and a workplace expert and joins us now for more on this. Hey there, Wayne. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Jeff. Great to be on. Thanks for having me. All right. Give us your take, uh, your thoughts on this uh, email to, uh, from Elon Musk to uh, Tesla workers. You and I have been talking about a return to work now for the better part of a, a year. This doesn't seem to be the way forward for most companies. Well, you're right. I think really two things come to mind when I uh, when I saw the headline and read the memo and the story. First off, like, it makes a great headline. There's no doubt about it. And secondly, it does create ongoing dialogue regarding what the future of work and the role of what the office is looks like both today and in the future. And, and I guess it'll mean there'll be a couple more Teslas on the road driving back and forth from an office on occasion if you work for the company. But those are the really the big headlines. But the reality is it's still an outlier from what we're seeing across most companies and how and what they're planning on doing with their employees today. Yeah, is this surprising, do you think, uh, Wayne, coming from Elon Musk, who is uh, regarded amongst uh, many things, I think, uh, as a bit of a forward thinker that uh, certainly saw into the future on things like EVs and got the uh, jump on that? Uh, I mean, this seems to be, when it comes to the future of work, uh, a total and complete return to the office uh, for many, a bit of an antiquated uh, concept. Yeah, well, it's interesting, Jeff. I think you're exactly right. So then there's no doubt that if any founder and any CEO uh, wants to wants to institute a policy that requires people from to come back to the to the workplace, that's certainly within their right and, and their entitlement. Um, and I would imagine that there's, I'm sure, a host of reasons why Elon Musk would have sent out that message to his organization. And also, the other thing that we're seeing is like, things are things are fluid. I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, if a message changes weeks or months from now because. We continue to see what return to the work, uh, what, what return to work looks like. It continues to change each day, but but there's no doubt what we're seeing from companies and employees. Um, this message from Elon Musk is antiquated and definitely looks draconian versus what most companies are doing. And I'll give you a couple of good examples. If you just if you look across companies today, you, although this has hit some pretty big headlines and definitely drives some interest. You know, it's interesting. If you look across organizations, 88% of companies have actually instituted, rolled out, and communicated a hybrid or flexible working policy and program for their employees. And this is across sectors. You know, what's interesting, Jeff, is you just look at the auto industry. Ford and GM, those two companies sell 10 times the number of cars that Tesla sells each year. Those two companies alone have rolled out hybrid working practices and policies for their workers who are able to work from somewhere other than the traditional office every day. So, so what we're seeing from across organizations, across sectors, is this movement to support the financial and desires of employees and the workforce alone, which is looking at flex. We're seeing it in auto, but we're seeing it in places like Apple, Google, Meta, we're seeing it at Sun Life Canada, LinkedIn, 3M, SAP, Shopify, IBM. There, there are departments in the government, both provincial and federal, that fully support and rolled out hybrid and flexible working policies. So, so what we're seeing underpinned is really 
this focus and commitment towards flexible working, regardless of what a headline states. Yeah, Wayne, what is the big risk here for Elon Musk and Tesla and any other company that would mandate a full return to the office, a full-time return to the office? Are they risking losing top flight to talent that in the long run could really uh, hurt their company? It, it used to be a risk of top flight talent, but where the risk lies today is just talent in general. Companies that are demanding their employees to come back to an office five days a week, 8.30 to 5, they're likely to face a very common set of problems. They're, gonna, they're going to be challenged in keeping people right, in general, not just top talent any longer. If you look across Canada and the United States, our unemployment rates are at record lows. There are more jobs open today than we have the ability to fill. And hundreds of thousands of jobs that, that are open today are available from a hybrid, flexible working position perspective. So companies that aren't offering flexible working are going to have access to a smaller talent pool, and they may have to pay a compensation premium to encourage employees to join their organization or to come back to an office. They're closing their talent pool off quite significantly, and that's going to be one of the biggest challenges. It used to be a battle for top talent. Now, frankly, it's just a battle for talent. If you take a look at the latest numbers, 50% of Canadians said they would leave their current organization if they weren't able to work flexibly. That's half the workforce, and 90% of employees want or desire the ability to work in a flexible way. And it's not about it's not about being able to work from home. That's really a big misnomer. It's actually about trust and the ability to be able to plan their workday and where they work based on what's required during their day. That's really what it's about, Jeff. Yeah, and just anecdotally, I'm hearing that more and more uh, from friends. This is a topic of uh, discussion uh, throughout the summer and looking ahead to the uh, fall. More and more people are saying that if they're not given at the very least that hybrid uh, option, they will be finding uh, other employment. i got to leave it there, uh, Wayne. I appreciate the expertise, the time as always, and we will uh, talk again soon down the road. Thanks for having me, Jeff. All the best. You too. Wayne Berger, the CEO of the International Workplace Group. And that does it for our time here on this Thursday, Election Day. Don't forget to vote sometime this afternoon if you haven't done done so already. And have a great rest of the day. I'm Jeff MacArthur. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 on The Morning Show on Global Television. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.